You're listening to episode 236 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding vendor, and go about your shopping. It's easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you can just give us money by donating to PayPal. A link is also available at the 360vegaspodcast.com. Warning, the hosts enjoy doing the show and as a result, laugh a lot. If you don't like that, don't listen. They don't care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. We actually got our first <laughs> negative iTunes review about that, and they reference it. The warning? Yeah, well, not just the warning. They re- It's one of those things where they hate me and yada, yada. This was straight up hate me. At, like everything about it. they even reference that they have a, a warning at as they should. And I was like, All right, are we gonna read that one later? No, we're not gonna read it because on extremely pop, I would say, oh right, right I would right. say next to my to my laugh, the number one complaint that we get on the show is the warning is when <laughs> I share complaint uh, other people bitching about the show. <laughs> okay, so so I guess we're not we don't share all feedback, good, bad, or sideways. No, not anymore. Okay. I think they're just an idiot saying. You know what? They warned me about this, and I still don't like it. Like, <laughs> they're showing what kind of a, a, a moron that they are. This, this well, is the kind I, of person that intentionally doesn't follow rules and then tries to sue when they get hurt. Like going, we told you not to feed the yeah. animals. Yeah. You, you were warned. <laughs> well, yeah, and the fact that they bother. So they were warned. They didn't like it anyway, and they hated it so much that they felt the need to leave feedback about it. And it, Yeah, that's just... These people just aren't happy people. I still say it's my karma because I did it once to a guy uh, on a show that I thought was really good, but like he had a weird like like speech impediment thing, and I just thought it was weird that a guy was doing that, and I ended up oh. leaving something that I was like, it's a really good show, but it's kind of weird, you know, that he's got this this speech. Imp- so every time I get one, I'm like, it's karma, fucker. It's what you get every single time. <laughs> <laughs> and so where's I guess should we you know mention at this point where's Tony? Oh, yeah, because I'll never fucking remember <laughs> shit like that. I, n- I don't know why. You know what it is? It's because I'm very much in the moment. Like, people talk all the time, like, wow, it feels like we just walk right into a conversation. Because you pretty much do. You pretty much just walk into a conversation. And the problem is, we're in the middle of a conversation, and I'm just focused on the conversation or what we're doing. I'm like, oh, that's right, other things were going on. And someone might go, wait a minute, this isn't, like, normal. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Yes, uh, but I also know what it's like to be the one that's not on. And all of a sudden, you're like, they don't miss me. They don't even mention it. So we need to mention <laughs> They mentioned you last week. Well, they, yeah, they did. That's because he's been harassed multiple you know, times. Last week, does he listen to the show when he's on? I I don't know. Who Tony? I'm not sure. He was like really upset because he was like mentioned last <laughs> in all the recordings. And as one of the people, I feel like I should say Tony, best for last, okay? Like, don't. <laughs> don't he's fine. He just it was one of those things that you know a little bit of alcohol in, and all of a sudden he goes, well. A second. <laughs> no, he's. Uh, I don't know where he's. At. I'm sure he's it's probably like a Fourth of July weekend thing. I just yeah. I think it. I think it was it. a family thing because we were recording the Friday before the Fourth, so I'm sure yeah. they were off doing whatever it is they were going to do. So yeah, he's doing things. So our, our, and Christina our was more than willing to step in and cover for him. Absolutely. So thank you. Yes. I I did just wake up though, so I'm not drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but sleepy drunk. I mean that works. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, you know, not completely lucid. You know how when you're that weird thing, you know, I'm not awake yet. That's still, that counts. There could still be some weird weird stuff said. <laughs> Let's start the show. He's Mark. I'm Christina. And I'm She's Karen. Karen. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. 
The stalled Fountain Blue project is not the first time the affiliation has tried to enter the Las Vegas market by proxy. Ben Jaffe, and I don't care if I said it wrong, an executive at the Miami Beach Resort was the man behind the Tropicana, like the North Strip project. He ran out of money and had to sell his stake in the Fountain Blue to be able to finish it. Maybe people will stop using that name then, apparently. The Fountain Blue? Yeah. Well, no, the Fountain Blue in Miami is still there. This was a by proxy thing. That guy owned the... See, I always... Like, you do a great job. I need to, like, run these by you first because it's like... I'll, I'll say them like going, and I and I, I think I sum it up well. Like, well, wait a minute, I understand how how we got. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, that was a great point. I didn't do that. Yeah, no, he owned. He was part owner of the Fountain Blue in Miami, which is still there. And he decided that he wanted to build the Tropicana. He was he was like the the majority investor in that. And Tropicana stalled out, and he had to sell his part in the Fountain Blue Miami so they could finish building the Tropicana Las Vegas. Oh, okay. So only only the name and the affiliation to the Miami thing has something to so do. So loose, loosely. Yeah. Okay. They're, yeah, they're tied together. It could be because the Fountain Blue was supposed to be the, the stalled one up north. So either it was a slow week for Random Vegas, or you just found that very interesting. It was. That is interesting. Mock it. <laughs> did you see last week? I threw rocks at Fountain Blue. I, I did. I did hear you. Oh, did. I missed that. I did. Mm-hmm. I. I Went down there with a friend. We threw rocks at it. A little vandal. Yeah, that building. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they finish it. I dream. No, well, isn't there issues with the foundation? Not that I know of. No, no that was um, the Harmon. <laughs> that, oh. that thing's like 85 percent done. They just need to like if they would if they would have had like another two months of funding. What, what you wouldn't see, you'd look at it and think it was like, it's done. It's done. And it would just be the entire interior they didn't do. No, it's it's pretty close if that's the case. I, I thought there was a foundational issue that they would have to take it down and then yeah. build. No, that was with the Harmon. And that was why the lawsuits and everything all sort of happened the way it did. And, you know, they stopped construction and then eventually took it down because they couldn't do anything with it because it was it was built Correctly. That's a good point because the the tower that still stands there that you hate so much wouldn't be allowed to stay there if there was a foundation issue. They'd have to take it down like they did, uh, like they did the Harmon. Yeah, that just makes me hate it like that much more. First, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, someone lost all the money because the foundation was bad. Now I'm like, no, they're just assholes. <laughs> There's actually you'll you'll get a kick out of this. Now this isn't this isn't confirmed. And I, I don't normally report stuff like this, but it is it is rumored that the reason the Fountain Blue didn't finish is because the bank that they were working with that had already approved them for the loan. They had already secured the loan. However, they were also a major lender in Aria, in the city center project, and had seen that that project was not going to be anywhere near close to being able to, to be filled. That it, they, it was clear Vegas was super, super overbuilding. So instead they went So with... they pulled the funding from Fountain Blue so they couldn't finish it because they're like, why are we chasing? Like, we've already finished pumping money into this thing. It might have been the Cosmopolitan. I'm not sure which one. However, Murin is involved with it is, is the point that it rumored to be uh, as, as a part of it. But that they had pulled funding because they were like, we're already throwing money at a bad project here that is going to lose money. Why the fuck are we going to give these people another however much money they needed to finish it? Because they had all the funding in place when they started working on that thing, and they pulled out the final loan before they could finish. That's why it's so close to being done. I'm just surprised people can do that. Like, if you the sign bank. up for a project... Mm-hmm. No, but a bank can do that. If you sign up for a project and you do the commitment to provide funding, you can't just go... Oh, wait, no, change your mind. There was a huge threatened lawsuit that I don't know why they didn't go through with, that Glenn Schaefer, who was the guy that was going to be behind it, the guy who did Mandalay Resorts and Circus Circus, like, he's the one that made, well, he's not the one. He's one of the people behind making Mandalay Resort, taking Circus Circus to Mandalay Resorts, the most profitable casino company in the history of gaming. He was, that was going to be his big return to, to the Vegas market, and... When that whole thing fell out, he threw kind of a fit, you know, threatened lawsuits. And, and, well, don't blame and, him. Yeah. I mean. He was one of the ones that said it, or, or one of his people were the ones that, that had said they had. I can't remember if it was Deutsche Bank or if it was Bank of America. I, I want to say it was one of those two. So how would that work then? Because if 
So he goes to get a loan, and he has to open it in order to generate revenue to pay back the loan. So you pull the funding for the loan. Well, it seems like the bank can't just come in and take it because they reneged on their promise. Well, it's an unsecure loan, right? Well, no, it's going to be secured. You would never do an unsecured loan. If you, I, I you've got to have know. a business concept to go in, especially for that amount of money. None of the major banks are going to give well, you I something without a business plan. I assume the bank owns land. that land. I don't. I, I, I agree with you. I don't understand why you. But that's what I'm saying. That's why it's that's why it's yeah. bullshit. Because yeah. if the bank all of a sudden pulls the funding and says, not only we're going to pull the funding, but we're going to take over ownership because you know we want the asset. We don't care if, if you can get funding from somebody else. We're just going to pull it. Yeah. I mean, maybe at that point he couldn't get funding from anybody else because the market had turned. Mark, yeah. It was but it just seems, it just seems like I'm shady. Sh- uh, yeah. Considering it's Sue Happy Vegas, uh, odds are that isn't true. That's, wh- that's why I don't normally report. So there's tons of fucking Vegas rumors when it comes to shit like that. And then when you throw business into the mix, there's loads of that too. But And a lot of bullshit lawsuits, which I think might be another reason to believe that it isn't that that isn't actually what happened because when you have people like Sheldon Adelson will just throw out all kind of bullshit lawsuits for any fucking reason maybe maybe there's something to this not being real otherwise why wouldn't they have at least thrown a bullshit lawsuit yeah alright I just think about how much a resort like that had it been completed would have changed things for the North Strip I think oh, it would yeah. I think it would have saved Riviera yeah definitely Absolutely, yeah. Vegas. And I think SLS wouldn't have had as hard of a time as it is right now. I I mean, it's it's just unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Well, why don't you tell me about the Twit Pick of the Week? It's gorgeous and yet somehow off-putting. Call it quintessential 80s Vegas neon, but Caesar's Palace used to be bathed in teal neon lighting at night. Opulence via tacky. Simultaneously beautiful and what the fuck? One can't help but feel out of place not wearing loafers without socks and a sport coat with the sleeves pushed up to the elbows. Please don't misinterpret. I think this looks really cool, but this isn't Caesar's Palace. This is more like a Bond villain's lair. Thank you at Epic Esquire for sharing this week's Twit Pick of the Week, giving us a blast from the past and an apparent cocaine contact eye. (laughs) <laughs> I've never seen Caesar's Palace like this like like I said I think it looks cool that doesn't look like Caesar's Palace that is not what Caesar's Palace is supposed to look like it's supposed to look like what you see now where it's just like Jesus Christ it's just too much there's just too much here the funny thing was the first time I saw this picture I noticed the porkisher yeah. and the way that was lit up and thought that was really cool but for some reason it didn't even occur to me that the building behind it was Caesar's yeah I don't know. I, I don't know why. I don't know what I thought it was, but yeah, I agree. The the Porca Shore and the in the Grand Entrance used to be far more luxurious feeling, looking with all that open space and the drive up to it. Now it's just kind of like they built around it. Now you're like, oh wow, there's fountains. Yeah. <laughs> I like the picture, but it, it does look very much like what. I would expect the peppermill and the to look like. <laughs> I feel I feel like they did an episode of Miami Vice there is what it looks like. I feel yeah. like there should be a Ferrari <laughs> Testarossa in there with dudes with you know Maybe it reminds me more of, of Tropicana. It it yeah. it has more of that yeah, to your point, maybe it is that Miami vibe or something, but I if you could have said, Oh, that was an early version of Tropicana, I would have gone, Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, as always, we'll link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. Now, on to the news. So exciting for me. Tell me about 360 Vegas Vacation 5. 65 days away, and I cannot wait to put in place all the things I learned from Vegas Vacation 4. (laughs) 360 Vegas Vacation 5 will be primarily located North Strip, a.k.a. properties from as far south as Cromwell and as far north as Venetian. It will be Sunday through Tuesday, September 3rd through the 5th, or Labor Day weekend. While we have no plans for a limo at Fremont Street this time, we still have a few things that we need RSVPs for if you are interested in participating. First up, the cabana at Flamingo. Oh yeah, before that, we're gonna have a Flamingo, we're gonna have, god damn it. <laughs> Slow down, use your words. 
we're moving the pool day to the Flamingo. We the one of the things that we learned while we did have a ton of fun at at Cosmopolitan's pool. I think it. I think it became very obvious, especially for the guys that were in attendance, that <laughs> you needed something more to do than sitting around talking and drinking. Because I think a lot of us got ourselves in trouble with with nothing but that to entertain ourselves. Well, but the the funny part about that is, I have seen you and many others at Poolside Gaming at Flamingo. It's not like it's going to stop you from over vibing. Yeah, well, yeah, but we have something else to do. Like in between, well, I get something yeah. else to do. It, Absolutely, it delays how much. It, it no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not of the waitresses. Are coming around like slows it down i think it slows it down (laughs) so those of you interested we're moving it on over to flamingo which does have poolside craps it has poolside blackjack it's i I love it i think it's the best gaming in or poolside gaming in all of vegas Uh, so if you're interested you'll need the rsvp the cabana is 500 but that includes 200 in food and beverage that we've got to spend it can hold up to 12 people, so if we RSVP to capacity, it will cost $50 per person. If demand is higher, we can look to expand to day beds and or another cabana. Now you don't. And, but I also think, and maybe you're going to say this, sorry, you don't have to RSVP for the cabana, like pay for the cabana in order to enjoy poolside gaming. Because you can, unless, oh, no, but they got to be staying there, don't they? No, no, they don't. Once again, if you would literally just look, just fucking look, you almost read the next bullet point. All right, sorry. Jesus Christ. (laughs) As she said, you don't need to participate in the cabana or anything like that. All you got to do when you show up is just tell them that you're with 360 Vegas. Then they're going to look blankly at you because it's a joke for them. And then, you know, just tell them you're there for, but no, but see, this is why you guys are terrible at this. Really? Just throwing a joke out there. Nobody's getting nothing. Yeah. Crickets. Yeah. I said, ask for 360 Vegas. Then they're going to stare at you blankly. Well, I just assumed that was going to happen. I didn't know that was a joke. <laughs> Moving on. Get. Now I'm off my game. No. <laughs> oh, and that's going to be all my fault for the rest of the show. Yes, it is. Yeah. So all you got to do is tell them that you're there to participate in poolside gaming. Legally, they are not allowed to stop you. However, they may end up charging you for admission if they have some sort of a special event. But they can't stop you from gaming if you tell them yeah, that's what you're there for. There's a little tip. You can do that in any Vegas property that has outdoor gaming. They can't legally stop you. Right. That is actually true. I knew that. <laughs> oh, because confirmed it. It must I know. be. No, she's like, that's actually true. Like, what are you trying to say? Like, I lie on this show all the time? <laughs> not at all. That's not what I was saying. I was trying to back you up. <laughs> Also, we are pleased to announce that Scott Robin, a.k.a. Vital Vegas, is officially confirmed as the featured guest at the 360 Vegas Vacation Family Meet and Greet at Catalyst Bar at Link. That'll be Monday at 5 p.m. You don't need to RSVP for that. I just needed to tell you that because I was excited. And there may be more people. There may be, yes. We'll confirm as they confirm. The next thing we do need you to RSVP for is for the High Roller at Link. That's planned for 8 p.m. Monday. The cost is 40 to $50 per person. That's going to depend on how close we get to occupancy because we have a private pod. It's going to be available for up to 30 people. Drinks are available for purchase in the lobby before boarding. And since we don't have a limo experience this time, the playlist we've created for 360 Vegas Vacation 5 will instead be played in the pod. So for those of you interested, you're probably going to want to stop listening to this immediately and go to the blog and RSVP because there are about 10 spots left for the pod, and we're not expanding to another pod. (laughs) It's too much of a pain in the neck. (laughs) Next, we are thrilled to announce that we will have another 360 Vegas indulgence experience, or 360 indulgence, I don't don't exactly know what it is, but we're also going to have, and I apologize, a 360 exercise experience brought to you once again, both by at Raising Las Vegas and the rest of the angels, uh, uh, the, the, the 360 angels. <laughs> well, all of the angels may not be doing the exercise. It depends on what it is. That's, uh, it depends it's on running. Time. Yeah, well, we'll see where I'm at at, at 8 a.m. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea in Vegas. <laughs> well, what's funny was we're going to do the indulgences at Canyon Ranch Spa down at the Venetian. And one of the reasons we decided to do that, number one, is they have a cafe there. But number two, with, when you pay for your spa pass, you get free access to a class. And Christina and, and Julie and I were talking about, you know, which class do you want to do? And they're like, oh, there's a sunrise yoga thing. And I thought, that sounds like fun. You can watch the sunrise come up. And then I was like, 
wait a minute, what time does the sun come up in Vegas? <laughs> and I think she's like, oh, 6.15. I'm like, yeah, I won't, I won't be doing that one. <laughs> well, and, and so I looked at the schedule, and their schedule is subject to change, so that um, class schedule could change. When it gets closer, we'll definitely try to nail it down some way, just maybe talk to and make sure. But right now, there's a restorative yoga at 11, and that sounds, that sounds pretty good. It'll get everyone a chance to get checked in get you know changed out and then go down to restorative yoga and those who don't want to it's in the same spa so they can just continue on to their spa treatments yep the restorative yoga at 11 that i think i can handle the sunrise stuff yeah that would have been a bit much but (laughs) (laughs) and then once they're done enjoying the spa they're gonna head over to platinum entourage salon once again to get their hair did <laughs> nice. You will need to RSVP for that one simply because they need to make accommodations for however many people are interested. Once again, all of these opportunities are available at 360VegasPodcast.com. When you go there, there is a link at the top that says 360 Vegas Vacation. Click on there, and there are big hyperlinks next to everything that we need an RSVP for. And you do need to RSVP for each thing. We hope to have a better system next time, but. Anyway, both of these things are going to be on Tuesday, the spa, the 360 indulgence, and the exercise experience, which is going to be at 8 o'clock. They're going to meet in front of the Mirage Volcano. That is Tuesday, September 5th. Once again, it's 8 o'clock for the exercise experience, and 10 a.m. is the start of the spa experience at Venetian. If you have any questions about indulgence, you can reach out to Christina or at Raising Las Vegas on Twitter. Once we're done with all of that, we're all going to get back together and go to dinner, high-end dinner at Giada's at Cromwell. Now, once again, we have limited space for Giada's because Tony and I didn't come up with the concept on how we could create large dining experiences without having to interact with humans and or the property in any way. So we only have space available for 20 people, and I think we're almost there. So once again, if you just started listening after you RSVP'd for for the high roller, you're gonna to want to stop and go back and make sure that you get in there for Giada's before that. Before that's, I probably should have warned you at that, that time, but whatever. Well, and the thing with Giada's too, so you know we have reservations for 20. Staggered. Staggered reservations, right? But you may also wanna, if, if you still wanna go and try it, because if you haven't been to Giada's, it's awesome. You know, check out Open Table and see if you can get in a smaller party of two or four or whatever, close to the same time, and you know, they'll all be that evening. Are we starting at five, six? I don't remember. I think I thought it was six. I think it's five thirty, and then the second wave is six fifteen. So try and try and sync up with that. You'll, yeah, somewhere whatever. in the middle there. Yeah, something like that. So those are all the changes that we have in store for you. We've already shared all the other plans. Like I said, they're all available on the blog. You can just check that out. If you are interested in any of the other details, I just told you where to go. God, I'm terrible. This is what happens when I don't have a captive audience that is like you're not even paying attention i was listening you're not engaged Actually, i was reading ahead yeah you're not engaged i'm not getting like my everything's just dying as it's coming out and i'm like oh can we hurry up and get through this because now it's not <sighs> fun we've been talking about the, you know behind the scenes for a while now so to me it's you know just review i guess right i mean what all this stuff no this is all new stuff that we hadn't announced yet well it's to your to point you, it hasn't been oh not to you i mean to them it hasn't been announced. oh you yet. well yeah like, you knew but where's that's that's part of the expectation though christina is we're supposed to be like oh i'm so excited it's gonna be no, awesome. just share your your excitement you can't channel the excitement you had before or or react when when I, I i do things that'd be great just even that I just, I'm fucking I'm, perfect. Oh, that's I'm, perfect. Exactly. <laughs> they couldn't have been any better. I was looking at you trying what to figure out what to say. example of what I'm talking about. And you know what I'm going to do intentionally in that time? I'm going to drop the, the casino audio out in the back. I'm going to drop it out so it's dead silence. Okay. Aw. <laughs> Move on. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am extremely excited, especially for, like, the indulgence and exercise stuff. But you were poo-pooing it. Like, you know, I don't want to argue. You got, what you're are you talking about? You got to fight back. That's, that's, I, I'm poking the bear. Come on, it's that's, not fun. Okay, well, um, you're wrong. It's, it is a lot of fun. 
<laughs> you said that with such conviction. You're wrong. <laughs> she's so she's too nice. Well, you're just wrong. <laughs> Whereas Tony and I would be like, you're out of your fucking mind. She's like, well, you're wrong. It's, it's like my 6 a.m. right now. Oh, that's right. She's not awake yet. <laughs> and, and, and I don't like to argue with Mark. He's... Oh, it's so much fun. That's, that's how I, you really need to do it more how often. I show affection. I don't, I don't know how to communicate other than that. <laughs> yeah, he's not happy unless there's an argument or, or some, some um, I need conflict. forcefulness behind the tone. It needs to be conflict. Even oh. if we're both smiling while we're doing it. <laughs> I, I gave him my all. You're wrong. <laughs> there you go. You're wrong. I think he's just jealous he can't be he isn't going to be a part of like the indulgence and that kind of thing since he's leading the other group yeah that's definitely it trust me there is nothing mark wants to sign up for less than a treatment a spa treatment of any kind like don't touch me i don't want to be in the same room with other people i don't know we're not doing i know i'm trying to not interact with people on the phone let alone actually go somewhere to have a stranger fucking touch me that's that's yeah i'm not really interested. personally i like it when a stranger touches me as long as i'm paying them if I'm not paying them, they randomly do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want any part of it. But if I'm paying the person, they, they better touch me in all the right places. <laughs> move on quickly. This is just whole lots of odd that we need to move on from. All right. Well, speaking of the oddas, tell me about its expansion. While her waist size seems to be holding steady, Giada's restaurant portfolio is growing. After the met nothing. Nothing. What did I do? I the, got it. What do you want me to say? Nothing. Nothing. We're moving. Why are you making fun of her? Because she's such a twig. Oh, she is a twig. She's not a yeah. twig. She's she is a fucking twig. She is so scrawny. She has the head of with a spring man. Right. She has a gigantic head and a scrawny little body. So tiny. She is. Her head isn't, but the rest of her is. After the massive success of her first restaurant at Cromwell in 2014, her first restaurant not only in Vegas, but in the world, rumors began that a second location was forthcoming. However, it took three years before that would actually happen. On a local Vegas TV show, Giada confirmed twice that she will be taking over the space currently home to Payard Pastiri, or Pastiri, Patisserie. Patisserie. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. And Bistro. <laughs> Opposite Rayos and the Arazo. Why? You know what? Why make it so difficult? Rouse? Whatever. It's at those places. In the Bacchanal Buffet. I know that place. At Caesar's Palace. Giada disclosed that the new concept will be less formal than her place at Cromwell in favor of something more casual. Seemingly supporting a commitment to that concept, Eater Vegas shared that Giada's company, GDL Food Inc., recently trademarked the name Pronto by Giada. She went on to say that she's hoping to open in November, but just one problem. Caesars hasn't announced that Payard is closing, let alone that Giada's concept will replace it. Oops. It's going to happen. That's what it's going to boil down to. I think that's brilliant. Pronto, that's clever. It's cute. I like I it. I understand. They're going to put an Italian restaurant across from an Italian restaurant? Is Rao's Italian? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, it and, said and that it's a quick it's service, a so maybe it's really not Italian. Popular. Maybe it's just a quick service. Maybe it's her version of, you know, Well, she's sandwiches. Italian, so it's going to have Italian theme to yes, it. Yes, but to be fair, if you want to fucking, uh, like, Giada's doesn't taste like regular Italian, so maybe her concept of this is going to be very different. Her Italian doesn't taste like the red sauce Italian. Right. I mean, you can get Stereotypical, that. Stereotypical, yeah. But... There's and I forget what part of Italy it's from, but different parts of Italy have different flavor profiles. Okay, I know. The point being, you say Italian, and virtually everybody on the planet, 99.9% of people think of one thing. Giada's isn't that thing. Maybe that's why I like it so much. Here's here's the thing, though, is an average visitor isn't going to be able because she doesn't have restaurants anywhere else. There's no way for them to know that her Italian is not the same as Rouse Italian. Yeah, but she's got, she's world famous without, or before any of that ha- that stuff happened, so you'll get people drawn to her just because you're like, if her name's on it, yeah. yeah. If it's Pronto well, by Giada. Yeah, exactly, Pronto by Giada, because Pronto, no one gives a shit. By Giada, like, oh, it's Giada. But I'll be honest, so I'm thinking about, I, I get it's gonna be, it's not gonna be as upscale as her Giada's restaurant, but if it's a similar flavor profile that you can get quickly, I would be all over that. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. They 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 said it was very much. Um, I can't. 
It's not I, quick service, but it was it was meant to be like grab and go type thing. See, but. and that makes me nervous because Italian grab and go. It, pasta can't sit in that sauce for any amount of well, time. Well, I don't it's think gonna it's going to be, be pasta. I don't think it's going to be pasta. I think it's going to be sandwiches, panini, Flat shit bread. like that. Yeah, stuff like that. Mm, Mike, I, I, I'm thinking, and I have... Which we have no idea. There's I nothing mean, to support this, but when I read this, what I thought of was her version of Verla Sandwich. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see yeah. what it does. It might be a restaurant, actually. And I, I shouldn't say this. I've eaten at a couple of the restaurants inside the shops that were actually really good. The only thing I've ever eaten there that I liked was in the food court. <laughs> <laughs> and let me guess. It was pizza. Pizza and Earl of Sandwiches in there now. <laughs> okay. But no, I mean, I, I... I thought was pizza. Like, if it's kind of grab and go, I bet it's going to be some sort of a, a pizza or something along those lines. See, I can see her doing more of a flatbread than a, a, than a, pizza, a pizza. That's pizza. pretty bold, yeah. Doesn't she have pizza at, at Giada's at Cromwell? I think she does. But it's it's a flatbread. It's pizza. a flatbread it's pizza. Not, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. No, I mean it'll, that'll be interesting. I, I I'm surprised it took her so long to have her own restaurant. I'm surprised it's as good as it is. I thought it's for phenomenal. sure that it was going to be shit. Like she's never had a restaurant before. All she's known is for a pretty face and, and being on TV. TV. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I thought for sure this was going to be awful. That is phenomenal food. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And she was a real pain in the ass about it. You remember? She, her executive chef ended up quitting like a month before they opened that place. Oh, no, because I Because she was that. just kind of like, she was just nose to the grindstone. Like, you had to do it her way. And, I mean, at least that's what it was reported. Who really knows what it was? But that's what it was reported as. So, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, tell me about Mini Golf of Valleys. A few weeks ago, we reported on Valley's plans to add a mini golf course to the list of attractions at the property. However, exactly where it would be located was unclear. This week, the RJ cleared that up. Valley's was just approved to begin renovating the lower-level retail shops at the property into a 10,000-square-foot mini golf course, arcade, and bowling alley. Brought to you by the same people responsible for KISS Mini Golf at Rio, the project is expected to cost about $323,000 to complete. No timeline for completion was shared. I can't remember who said it. Somebody had said that's where they thought it was going to be, and it makes perfect sense. So I'm, I'm still not sure where this is. Are these oh, the shops yeah, in between Bally's and Paris? No. The, I, I promise you, you don't even know these are here. You will when I explain. When I explain. Do you remember where their sports book is? Do you remember how to get to the pool? Uh, down the hallway. Yeah. And then when, out when you the back. when you go down those escalator uh, those escalators and down a hallway, and then you go around their sportsbook and back. That's all retail. That's that's all. That's supposed to be shops and and retail. You had to go down escalators to get to the sports. Yeah, you had to go down to escalators, and then it was a long hallway that had like a no, mini food court. No, because you can see court. the sport. Oh no, I'm thinking of flamingo. Yeah. No, I don't remember. Yeah. I, then I'm not. I, it's not, I was it's thinking not flamingo. I have no idea. I know. I know you know the sports book because I point it out every single time we walk past it because it's a great sports book. Well, and obviously I haven't paid attention to them. Like, oh, really? That's here. And and we we really enjoyed their pool, but it's that unmemorable the walk to get to it. Oh, because the Bally's pool is like all the way back, like behind the, the monorail station, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because from there the pool. There's shops you can watch back it. there. Yeah, you walked through shops several times. Huh. Initially, I thought you were talking about the uh, bazaar out front, which would have been actually a, a better fit, I think. Well, the, now that they've got the bazaar, they don't need the shops that no well, one knows are even there. Half the they're just not doing well, though. They're doing better. They're doing a lot better. They're 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 sw- they're doing what Link did in the beginning, where they brought people in. They're not working. They swap them out. They find one or two that works. Swap those ones out. Bring somebody else in. It's working. They're getting better. It's just, it was so... Well, it, I guess to it, your point... It was so bad. We forgot how shitty Link was when it started. Like, Link was really cool, but when you looked at the places... Like, you remember our, the first time we went through, we were like, well, I wouldn't do half of these things. Two-thirds of these things. What, at Link or at the at bazaar? Link. It's oh, like, yeah. I'd eat at these places. I wouldn't shop at any oh, of these fucking I, things. The, it's still that way for me. I don't think there's any place in there that I would shop. But now there are more interesting things in, in the bazaar than there, than there were. Way, way more. Well, and I guess to, to Christina's point, if you're going to have retail out front, which is where you always get foot traffic, you really don't want or need retail in the back where nobody apparently remembers where it is. <laughs> but I don't know... Mini golf. What else did you say? Bowling. Mini golf, bowling, and an arcade. They already have an arcade in there. Yeah, 
I just don't. Maybe because it's going to be. Sorry, go ahead. Doesn't that feel a little desperate? I, I, I think I know. Go, go ahead, Karen. I think I know where you're going with it. I, I guess the one thing I was going to say is maybe its location on the strip might make it a bigger draw for families. Because before, the only other bowling alley was down at, was it Palms or Rio? Off Strip's the only place with bowling alleys. Okay. So I guess maybe if you're looking for something to do with the space. you got to remember they have Br- Brooklyn Bowl now. So technically. Oh, they do now. have that now. I don't know. I guess it just it's it's something. There's I don't know of any place else on the strip, especially in that type of location in the middle of the strip, that has those kind of amenities. So I could see where, if you were trying to attract other folks to your property, that it might work. I don't know if it's going to attract anybody. I agree with Christina. Like this, this could be a shot at trying to pull families in, local families. Yeah. I think what it might also do is if they've seen, and I, I don't know why I'm giving them this much credit, but let's just keep going with it, <laughs> is if they've been paying attention to their demographic and realize that more families are coming there, then that's something that as they're on their way to the pool, they see that, there's something to do. Or, are there families in valleys? I've never noticed families. I, I don't know. I don't have access to their demographics. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't guess. I wouldn't think so. I, as a parent, would not bring kids there. I like valleys. It's not a kid's place, though. What? It's a I, casino. Like, what, one not... would argue a casino is not a kid's place. No. No, but um, but there's... Valleys just wouldn't be on my list for bringing my kids to. Right. It's certainly, but there's, there'd be nothing else to... Well, I guess and maybe that's their issue here. They're trying to give you something else for families, I guess, but I... I don't see me taking my kids down there. Now, myself going drunken mini golfing, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, it could be that too. It could be that too. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're all out of money. You're like, well, what are we going to do? Like, oh, fuck, it's 10 bucks for mini golf. Well, it's Vegas. It's 20 bucks for mini golf. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess to Christina's point, because you've taken them to the, the, is there an aquarium down at Mandalay or something, and the dolphins at Mirage and that kind of stuff, right? But Yeah, absolutely. But, well, and the thing is, is, if, if they're trying to draw I'm also a local so this is kind of the formula for all of the locals casinos is throw in a bowling alley and a movie theater and you know there's certainly mini golf around um, you know so I would probably more apt to, to go somewhere there than take them down to the strip I'm sure it's some touristy thing I'm sure it has nothing to do with locals because I'm sure at the locals you also don't have to pay for parking <laughs> that's a good point mm-hmm. yeah. so. oh well, uh, Caesar's properties, we don't. Oh, I thought they, I thought they added it in too. They I just thought did everybody that, did. But locals, you still you scan your uh, driver's license and you get them for free. Oh. for now, I'm yeah, sure they'll change yeah. that on us. <laughs> Enjoy it while you can. It won't last very long. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, lust blazes. What's that about? <laughs> if you have an overwhelming desire to punch me in the face for that headline, you'd feel right to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I, as much as I don't like them recently, how much puns annoy me also uh, amuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. Because as I write them, I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. And I'm like, oh, and I'm leaving it in. I don't care. It, it's, it's almost like I'm playing a head game with myself. Like, going, fuck you, Mark. I'm going to do it anyways. Like, going, it's You'll you. be angry at yourself. I know, right? tool it is now you don't need any more reasons for self-loathing you've got more than enough in your head as it is let's leave that we're going through the med change that's it i have that gap in 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 instability (laughs) and now it's like i'm fucking with myself right now (laughs) (laughs) jesus oh somebody help me (laughs) it is now legal to purchase marijuana recreationally in las vegas at 38 dispensaries Get ready to spend disposable income at retail locations with names like Canacopia, The Source, Las Vegas Relief, Reef, Euphoria, Essence, and Top Notch THC. They were probably all high when they came up with those names. I, it's, it's really not that bad when you consider what it is. It could have been way worse. The closest thing to a dispensary on the Strip is downtown. or not, Well, it's not downtown. It's down by Stratosphere. The closest off-strip is down by Orleans. It's about a mile west of that, though. 
Much like a bar, expect to be carded before being allowed to enter an establishment, and you must pay cash. Since the DEA still considers marijuana a Schedule One drug, banks, and by proxy, credit card processors, aren't allowed to do business with them under federal regulations. So, criminals line up. It's it just... Although I'm sure I don't, I don't think they could get there as as the dispensary. I don't think they can get the the license to sell it if they're criminals. No, that's not what I mean. If if you want to rob a place when they're going to make their bank deposit, that that would be the place because it's all cash. Unless they're they're really smart and they have one of the e safes that just. I mean, the cash goes in and it ain't coming out. In all, in all truth, I, I've seen what's going on. Once again, this was another attempt at humor. <laughs> I, I've seen what they've done to these places. They, these aren't shitty little shanties. This isn't like, you remember the tiny little house we went to when we were in Breckenridge? Oh, that was, was, that was crazy. That, that looked like a former split-level frat house. Well, it was a split-level because there was a, there, somebody lived downstairs, and, and when you went upstairs... You had to go up to the dispensary. Is, is where they went to the dispensary. But that looked like it used to be... It was a duplex, by, not a split-level, oh, but thank a duplex, you, thank yeah. You, yeah. But uh, that looked like like what frat boys used to... Like, like at least it was not the frat clean, boys It was not the cleanest place old. I'd ever seen. I've seen what they're what they're working with here. It's pretty it's pretty impressive. It, it, as a matter of fact, a fun, a, fun remind, or a fun fact here that I've got for you... Armin Yemenijin, the brother of Alex, longtime MGM executive under Kirk Kerkorian, and more recently the CEO of the new Tropicana, he's the CEO of Essence Cannabis Dispensary. And that oh. place looks like a fucking Apple store. It's nice. gorgeous. Well, and it should. I mean, the money that they're going to make off of this is, is incredible, depending on how much they're paying for the supply, obviously. That's really kind of the wild Which is pretty clever. A lot of these places, they're being self, self-supplied. self So it's yeah. like this this is all grown in fucking Nevada. Well, so you cut out the middleman, too, yeah. and all the other, so that they completely make the profits, but they also you know run the risk of not being able to supply the demand, but whatever. The interesting thing to me is I know everybody looks at these things as like, oh, my God, we are going to make so much money. But let's let's there's only so much disposable income on the planet. There, there just is. I mean, it's not like you're tapping into the billionaire market and they're like going, oh, my God, I've been waiting for weed so we can just spend billions of dollars on weed. No. So someone's going to suffer, right? Someone's going to suffer. If you used to spend a lot of money on candy and you're like, well, fuck, I want, you know, now I want weed. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, you're yeah, just, you're just gonna I shift your disposable. I don't income think somewhere. Hershey's or Mars M and M is. You know, they'll they'll be fine. Well, it's a bad example because if anything, their their fucking sales are gonna well, go up. The idea is that it shifts it from you know your common street dealers to these legal and oh, that's right. preference. That's where the money's coming that's from. That's right. That's what I forgot. Leave. Yeah, this is just putting the money back into legit. Into legit uh, sources. All right, I which is why they're that. doing it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would say no one's going. Wait, wait weed's legal? Huh. Oh, at seventy, I'm gonna start smoking weed. Well, maybe at seventy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like someone like me isn't gonna be like, wait, now that it's legal, I'm gonna pick this up. This is a habit I'm gonna go for now. Really? Because that's, that's what Mark was thinking. Yeah, I'm doing. forty and have never tried it. And I'm like, it's legal. Well, I'm, I mean, no. it's legal in Vegas. I'm giving it a shot. Let's go. Just, just, during the next 360. Just, just shot a no, hole. No, don't, don't worry. Don't worry, Christina. He, he, uh, incident free. Can we just, let's move to prop bets. Yeah. <laughs> just for you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Valleys had to take down the Y in the signage leading to the property when it was noticed that it was hanging. The sign was only down for a couple days while repairs were being done to it. So, I, can I ask a silly question? Oh, I get it now. Aww. It's not a joke. It's real. <laughs> what? what, what it? It's not a joke. It's real. It really happened. Wait, I want to see what she thought the joke was. <laughs> well, take out the why. Balls. Yeah, I'm sure people had fun with that. I don't know, because I was like, why is this even making news? Signs break all the time down on the strip. I see it all the time. You know what? I, I didn't realize why they made a big deal out of it. I just like, all right, tell the wine. I, I figured it was like, well, you know, it's it's hanging. Well, you're like, it's hanging. I'm like, it's always hanging. It's a sign. Watch, you know what's going to piss me up. off is is this is probably one of those fucking Vital Vegas bullshit things that I walk right into that he's like, oh, you're joking. I'm like, hey, guys, i got to report this to you. 
Oh, I it wouldn't be the first fucking time. <laughs> somebody calls you off. off. Oh, he's a dick. <laughs> Despite earlier reports that the pop-up casinos the Stevens Group set up to secure the gaming licenses at the Las Vegas Club and Mermaids would not be inside the buildings, they were. The doors reopened to a small collection of slot machines for 24 hours so the gaming license could be preserved for two years while the renovations to the property are underway. You know what's funny? I'm a meanderer, and I know if I was there, I would have walked in, but it's so tiny, it would have been like, wee. <laughs> so can I tell you something funny? Uh, Before, we'll see. Okay, so maybe the timing doesn't matter. So when I, because I was listening to last week's show, and I heard you say it was going to be off-site and in a, a, you know, different property thing or whatever, and I was like, I thought I saw a picture on Twitter where there were like, you know, 10 slot machines set up like inside the Las Vegas club or yeah. something. And so I don't know if that was when I saw that, if it was before you recorded the show or I listened to the show after. I, I don't know, but I just, I remember. It came out pretty quick. I actually paid attention to something about Vegas and your show and put the thought together in my head. Wow. I just well, I want credit for that, please. Because you. you don't think that I, I pay attention at all. Wow. One out of a million. That's impressive. Oh, I could have. I had a laundry list of things I wanted to tweet about about last week's show. <laughs> and I was just like, nope, we'll, we'll just stick with the title and go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The RJ reports that plans to renovate Cleopatra's barge at Caesar's Palace into a nightclub have been abandoned. No word if it was an apparent hoax to try and de-goss the place. De-goss? Yeah, goss. Guy, he oh, yeah, I know he was there with me. Matt, Matt Goss? Uh. Is that his name? Yes. No, I try. This is why you have Tony on the show. I don't know and why you're getting mad at us because your jokes are flat. <laughs> <laughs> Further adding fuel to the rumors that new owners of SLS Vegas will be turning the property back into the Sahara. The property announced their new players club, Club 52, a callback to the year that Sahara was open. Mm. That makes me happy. Yeah, It will be cool if they do that. I hope they do. I, I really hope that they turn it back to the Sahara, but just because I think the name alone will draw people back. I agree. I agree. Yeah. It, it, I mean, what nothing, the hell was SLS? If nothing else, other than to be like, going, oh, shit, Sahara's back. And if, if you're smart enough to come up with a really good thing, like, like, like we got to make sure that we come out of the gates awesome because we're going to get people down here right off. If we fuck up from the jump, it's we're going to ruin it. If we do it right, people are like, oh, shit, and it's cool. Yeah. I, I The thing is, is I like the Sahara. Like, I didn't, I stayed there once. I didn't like the rooms. I'll, I'll give it that. Like, I did not like the rooms. But the casino itself, I thought it was kitschy. It was cute. It was kitschy. Yeah. It, it was it was overloaded with with smoke. I mean, I love the renovations that they did to, to the casino. That just the gaming limits, limits suck, and everybody that works there is pissed off. I mean, that was the biggest the gaming issue. gaming limits were fine. They just, it was. No, I, I remember going through there, and I couldn't find anything less than, like, a $15 blackjack table. I don't remember that. Oh, wait, wait, that might have been when you guys went to eat or something. I remember that when we, the only time I've ever gone, we didn't have problems finding reasonable limits. Yeah, but you're still talking 10 bucks. They didn't have anything that was $5. I swear they had five. Yeah. I could be right. I mean, it was a long time ago. Because it was cheap gambling. Yeah. When it was a Sahara, yeah. It used well, to be yeah. cheap. Not at, the, not at the SLS, no. The card even features the logo element that Sahara was known to use. Awesome. The camel? No, not the camel. It's, it looks like a uh, what is it? A spade? It looks like part of a spade, or or kind of like you know how the how the top of their Moroccan towers look, that yeah. little thing. Yeah, it's, it's okay. got that thing in it. Which does kind of look like a, the top of a spade, a little yep. bit. A little bit. Man, that's so smart. Fingers crossed. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get very I get very sad about the north part of the strip, but it's. You know, even even when I want to go down there, I just can't bring myself to do it. You know, <laughs> it's not safe for one for me to go down there. Certainly not by myself. But you know, I if they redid the Sahara, that would be great. I'm not a big fan of the Stratosphere, but I love Lucky Dragon. That place is awesome. Yeah, I haven't been in that one yet, so have to see. The bartender saw I was getting too drunk, and instead of cutting me off, he was like. Why don't we get you some food and like brought dumplings to me? It was wonderful. Wow. <laughs> I have a favorite place that's like, let's take care of you so you don't die. But uh but keep having a good time. Wow, that is impressive. All right, we'll have to check that out at some point. Next, New York, New York is now advertising that they have five dollar blackjack all day, every day. No word on where that one table is or if it's six five. 
Vegas Bright is reporting progress at the Resorts World site in the form of what appear to be test facade panels installed in a small two-story section on the side of the building. Sadly, just across the street, Fountain Blue stands as a reminder that progress has to be skeptically regarded. Yep. And you're still convinced that nothing's happening over there, so... Well, I, I, as I told Michael at Vegas Bright, this whole thing has been me trying to psych, psych them out, trying to use some reverse psychology on them, like maybe it'll actually happen, but... All I can say is they originally promised us pandas, and when they decided they weren't going to bring pandas, I just wrote them off. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want my cute little panda bears. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, and that's one of those things that would just draw people from it. Not that Vegas doesn't already, but it would just draw another, like, <laughs> section of people right, that wouldn't normally come to Vegas. They're the, suddenly they're, Vegas go, what? They got pandas. There are those ten people in the world going, you know what? I've always been skeptical of Vegas, but we got pandas now, so. <laughs> I was like, well, it's more than ten. There's, there's like only three zoos that have them in the United States. So and Memphis is one of them. Yeah, but they're like koalas. Like you go to go see a koala, and I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna see a koala, and they're like fucking sleeping constantly or doing nothing or like slowly eating. I'm like, you suck. <laughs> like I'll watch these on TV when they actually when they spent the twelve hours to catch the three minutes of them actually doing something. They are cute. On TV, they're adorable. And they have them here in Memphis. So anybody wants to see them, can come visit. Koalas or pandas? Pandas. Oh, you do? We do. Oh, we like three years that had them. That would be cool. Well, okay. Maybe Memphis is one of the three. Wow. <laughs> Mark is bored with the pandas. All right, let's wrap this one up and move on. Okay. That's it for News and Prop Bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Matchbox 20 and the Counting Crows are performing at Mandalay Saturday, July 29th. Shows start at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $40. Wow, that's not bad. That would be good. That that would be very good. But and at Mandalay, is it at the pool? Do you know more? It does not say. Normally when they announce something like that, they say at Mandalay Beach, and this doesn't. Oh, that's because I Although it is only $40, and it is. But anyways, regardless of who it is, but, you know, those are. Those are two bands I like. It, it wouldn't be surprising if it is. The one thing I will say that is yet another thing annoying about MGM Resorts right now is ever since they've come out with T-Mobile Arena, every casino property where I used to go and get coming attractions from now don't primarily or only show the venues they have at theirs. Usually the first shit up is nothing but shit that's T-Mobile. at T-Mobile. Yeah. And uh, like you have to now farm through their fucking shit to find their stuff. So it wouldn't be surprising if they mislabeled something on their sites. They're a nightmare to go through. I fucking hate them. I hate them. So we may start sharing less information about MGM. No, because it's, no, it basically just means I have to find a better way to, to find them because it's just not fun to, once again, you know, when you make it a pain in the ass, it's why I stopped making the effort to fucking give you prices when people make it a pain in the ass for me to find the prices. Like, I'm not going to spend any more time than click, click, well, it's not there, fuck you, I'm not chasing your goddamn price. So you have a two-click minimum? Well, I, however many clicks it would normally be, I don't, <laughs> I don't exactly know. <laughs> I gotta say, I hope you leave it in because all of my friends are like, wow, Christina, how do you always know what's going on around town? Oh no, we won't we won't get rid of it. I just like I said, I, I may find a better way around it. Like to me part of the challenge like like when we started talking about the things that were frustrating about Vegas vacation that I needed to fix, it wasn't like, okay, well we can't do dining anymore. We can't do you know, we can't do bar meat and grease. Like, no, that's not it. It's it's the whole challenge of everything else. Like, how the fuck can I do this without involving anybody? How can I do that? Like, that, to me, was was the fun challenge of it. Like, going, oh, shit, we need a reservation for, like, 40. Like, going, <laughs> how's that? Like, going, oh, we know. I didn't have to talk to anybody. 
<laughs> so that, that's that's really all it is. This is just another challenge going, oh, I'll fucking, I want to know this information. I want to share it. I'll fucking find a better way to do it, dicks. Okay. I'm so excited for the next one. <laughs> Janet Jackson is performing at Mandalay Bay Saturday, October 14th. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 60 bucks. Yay! That's definitely indoors. So my only question is... Is that still going to happen? Because she canceled a whole crap load of dates because of the, the baby, and now she's going through the divorce, and I think she's trying to lose the weight. If and all that I stuff. recall, her shows were she had shows scheduled for T-Mobile. Those were canceled, and this is the makeup because they didn't have room for her at T-Mobile. Well, so you'd probably rather see her at Mandalay, anyways. Does she have a baby? Oh yeah. Is she like fifty? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, so she she just had yeah, a but the, baby. her body's like twenty five years old, so not anymore. Supposedly she packed on like a that, shitload that's, of that's weight. That's not that's not what I mean. The point being that she's had a ton of plastic surgery. <laughs> god damn it! I don't know why I'm trying. Like I was like, oh, this one's gonna work. <laughs> Nothing. Whiff. I'm like Charlie Brown. Hold I'm on. like Charlie Brown this episode. Keep just, running for the football. Yeah, every single time I'm like, this time they're gonna let me kick it. This time they're gonna <laughs> let me. <laughs> So hold on, we keep stomping on Christine. Baby going, that wouldn't make it easier. Why would plastic surgery make it easier to have a baby? That makes no sense. <laughs> that, that wouldn't help. <laughs> Appetite for destruction is, or uh, I'm, I'm not even going to try it. I was going to make a joke, but I'm like, it's not going to work. I And I knew it was a bad joke anyway. <laughs> Appetite for Destruction is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, Friday, July 28th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $12. Lincoln Park is performing at MGM Grand, Saturday, September 2nd. Show starts at $40. And finally, Bruno Mars is at the T-Mobile <laughs> Arena. I forgot to put the time on that one. <laughs> like, show starts at $40. Like, you just show up. It'll, it'll get loud in the area. That means things are <laughs> happening. <laughs> You're late. The opening band's on. You're like, oh, shit, we got to get going. It'll, it'll be on the tickets. They right. can figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> and lastly, Bruno Mars is at the T-Mobile Arena on Saturday. Or, excuse me, T-Mobile Arena at New York, New York on Saturday, July 15th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $45. I know that's not what they want me to say, and that's why I'm saying it. At New York, New York? Yeah, it's behind their property. It's back where their parking garage is. I know why they're calling Park MGM that, because they want to kind of roll that into it. I'm not calling it that. I'm not doing it. Okay. I'm curious. Is this like a concert pre his residency in the new concert place that they're actually putting into the Park MGM? Yeah, so he's actually on tour right now. Yeah. Because I know he's coming to Memphis, I think, sometime in August. But, yeah, so this is part of his bigger arena tour. Okay, so this isn't like kickoff event. No, huh? No. No, like I said, he's going to be here after he's in Vegas. So it's just, it's a stop on the tour. And I'm sure MGM pulled strings to get him there because he is going to be, you know, the residency at the park or whatever. But yeah. And that's why it confuses me. Like, why would you have a big concert here when everyone goes, yeah, but he's about to do like a three month residency. We'll just see him whenever. Yeah, because, a three month residency, meaning he'll do like a few days a month. Well, and the cost of, of the show in that smaller venue is going to be dramatically more expensive than the cheap seats you can get at the arena. Okay, I got you. So, I mean, I forget how much we paid to see him at the Chelsea, but you wouldn't have been able to, well, we couldn't see him because of all the phones that were up in the air during the concert. It was a whole different story. But, it, you know, it's a much smaller venue, so you're going to pay more to see an artist like him in a smaller venue. You know, you can do the arena tour, and he can get the expensive seats right down front. He can get the cheap seats up top. You'll get he'll fill it. I mean, there's no way because especially in Vegas, you've got any, the locals. Any of these and you have, small residencies, there, there's two things. There's two reasons they do it. One, super successful, and it's a convenience for them. Like, oh shit, I don't have to run all over the world. Or two, you're an older artist who isn't really going to pull people. Like, you can pull people who are in Vegas to come see you, or even some people that are like, oh, shit, we got to go to Vegas, so, you know, fucking Key Sweat's there, we got to go. But it, it, they can't tour and, and pack shit out like that. Those are those are really your two performers right. in Vegas yeah. that, are in, that are in residency. Okay, don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all artists we record on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. 
All right, that's going to do it for episode 236. (laughs) Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really appreciate it. If you like, check out any of the stories on today's show. You can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. Support for the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, Amazon, tickets.accessvegas.com, Earth Limos. Get 10% off by using the promo code 360Vegas or just make a PayPal donation. You can buy merchandise from our store, Zazzle.com forward slash 360Vegas. We get a cut of those profits or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that as well on our blog's main page. Christina, where can people find you? I'm at Raising Las Vegas on Twitter. Karen? I'm at Karen Mark. She just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.